0: like the only like real social media i have I, i'm on linkedin I, I got snapchat finally this year <laughs> uh but no reddit man i can spend hours doom scrolling reddit and just like what? hi
1: everybody welcome back to the voice podcast a podcast by students for students uh, my name is tiffany and i'm your host today and i'm joined by a very special guest we have brian hi brian
0: Hello, Tiffany. It's nice to actually finally record you in person.
1: I know. um, For those people that don't know, Brian and I were co-hosts for two seasons of The Mm -hmm. Voice, um, but both seasons were in the peak COVID times. And so we have never actually recorded a session sat next to each other before. It's always been online. So this is kind of a special treat uh, to have Brian back with us and... Um, be able to actually sit in the same room and talk to each other. Yeah, I know. I
0: feel like uh, you saw a bunch of different arrays of my little side work office. You know, sometimes I had a purple tapestry, sometimes more business-like. But yeah, it's very nice kind of getting to look over this, uh, the Scenic Innovation Hub as we record.
1: Yeah, so it's great. It's so good to see you. How's things?
0: Things are good. Um, for those that don't know, I, I finished the three-year business administration program last year and I moved on to the BBA. It's a very different process going from college to university courses, so that's been a bit of um a... an interesting process and I'm also working in the the pub, the uh, SA pub downstairs which you know and uh, I'm sure a lot of your viewers know so that's been really fun, you know, doing the events there and kind of doing Dirty Bingo which has been amazing and so that's been taking a lot of my time but it's been a really fun experience kind of getting this pub up and running and getting to like my bartending and serving experience, so it's been great.
1: That's awesome don't ask him how he knows that I know he works at the pub.
0: She only comes in for fries and healthy salads, of
1: yeah, course 100% and water clearly. Yeah,
0: yeah so much water, all hydration Always. hydration
1: is important yeah. um and are you still on the board of directors at the school too brian
0: i am on the board of directors uh so this year i have been operating as the chair so my role is to help things function uh, make sure that there's good communication between the board members and the executives making sure that things are functioning well you know getting agendas put together all that so it's been a, an increase in the role but it's been a really positive one um getting to kind of again like just helping organize people taking more of that kind of Pseudo management experience, and it's been really good. We've been doing a lot of really interesting things with the board this year, and you we've all been experiencing the benefits of that. So that's been awesome, and um, I'm happy to uh, keep on working this role until at least the end of this term. So
1: that's awesome. Um, for those people that don't know, can you just tell us a little bit about what the Student Association Board of Directors does?
0: So the Student Association Board of Directors. Uh, so there's two different parts of the Student Association. We have obviously the what you see, uh, which is you know the SA, and Moody's Lounge, all those kinds of things, the games room that it owns the pub. And that is ran by the executive branch. So there are these managers that are full-time employees. A lot of them actually are former students the college, which is awesome. We really we, we have a lot of alumni there, which is, I think, incredible. Uh, but then, of course, these are people that are they're not students. And we want to have oversight from students on the student association. So the student association board of directors, what we're doing is we provide insight and oversight and basically are taking the gauge of students and making decisions to help the executives like with strategy to ensure that the best interest of the most amount of students possible every decision is made. So, you know, helping bring the bus passes back. We were instrumental in that, you know, making sure that funds are being allocated from like a a very top level, where are being allocated well. Um, Just hearing about some initiatives that are going through and and making sure that these are the kinds of things that students want. So we're providing very high-level strategic oversight, and just a little bit of um, insight from what we perceive students want.
1: Okay, cool. So like a student voice for the way the Student Association runs.
0: <laughs> That's exactly it. And making sure that there are students at the top level, there are students watching over everything to make sure that that everything is being done in the best interests of us.
1: Well, that's important. We do like that things are done in the best interest of the students. So that's really cool. And obviously, like the podcast is part of the the student association. So we're we're run through that as well. But it's kind of interesting to meet people that are involved in sort of the governing body of the student association, because it's nice to see that the people in charge are not always... Grownups, you know, <laughs> more grown up grownups than we are.
0: No, absolutely, and I totally agree with that. It even when again when we have people that are alumni and they they were part of the experience previously, but once you get to a certain point, you know, married with children, all that kind of jazz, you do have a very different perspective than people that are currently active students. So even myself, who's like a returning student, I have a different perspective from people that are younger. People that are international students have a very different perspective from people that are that are domestic and it's really nice especially when we're talking about like representing the students and presenting a voice we have people from all these kind of varied backgrounds that are, are representing us on on the board of directors and we also take a lot of efforts to to gauge interest you know whether uh through like forums or just informal surveys talking with students directly or with the by-election that we had in the fall, that is a great way to to get students' impact on the direction they want to go. And we are really happy that we ran um, a very successful by-election. It was the first time in years that we actually had an election. Even uh, from my time, my first time coming to the board, we didn't. We only had the amount of candidates required to fill positions. So we didn't have an election. Same with our by-election last year, same with last year's spring election. But this fall, we had seven candidates for two open spots on the board. That's awesome. And and so I think that shows you that people still are very much interested in being part of the process, which is Mm -hmm. fantastic. And that being back in person really kind of brings back the feeling of being a student and i'm sure you feel the same way like how, what was it like you know, after being two years online getting the back step back on campus like what, did it feel so much different to actually meet I mean, your classmates
1: yeah it was weird it was you almost forget how to socialize with people because <laughs> it's so different to do it behind a screen than it is to do it in person and um i think there was a lot of nerves when we all first sort of transitioned back into in-person learning as well yeah um but I, I really do think that it's the best way to have this college experience, and you're right—the best way to get involved. Um, you know, it's it's really hard to get involved in student government mm-hmm. and in the way that your school runs when you're completely absent from the campus. Um, so I am so glad that we get to be back, and I'm so happy to hear that people are interested in being part mm-hmm. of the board of directors and you know, running for student government and that kind of thing. Just because. Um, it really does matter. Yes. It, it matters to our experience to have a student voice speak for us.
0: Absolutely, and and I want to say that people that people being involved directly and indirectly is both important. You know, there are a lot of ways that people can be involved. You don't have to be on a student board directors. It, it can be, you know, just being part of clubs Mm -hmm. it it can just be providing aid to us to a classmate in need just reaching out provide making study groups like doing these little informal chats like sharing best practices and tips these are all ways that you can kind of be involved with the student experience it doesn't have to be formal it can be very informal it can be Mm one-offs it can be a consistent thing and i think these are all great ways that you can be a part of the student community and help lift other people up i know like i've over the years i've done a lot of the organizing for teams you know Mm -hmm putting together teams for different groups or informal ones just to kind of like I, in my program we have a little group chat of all the all of us that have been through the three-year program you know so we have a little chat so we we're just talking about like you know how we're going through this experience now in comparison to what we did before which is like going through the three-year college program to now the university one going from very online to in person and i think that's being part of those ground groups, I think it helps connect us even more, especially mm-hmm. when you know some people are still very much in the hybridized version, which I, I still am. I still have a couple classes online and getting any advantage you can just to be involved and find ways that you can kind of really feel like a student being be on campus as much as you want to. And it's fine if you don't, but like, how about you? Like, have, have you... Were you using kind of like some study groups and things when we were online, or what were you doing to stay involved?
1: Yeah, I mean, we we set up a couple of different study groups. It is more difficult to do on Teams, but uh, you kind of learn different modalities to um, help yourself <laughs> that oh, way. 100%. But yeah, it was like study groups, and I joined a couple of clubs. It's hard yeah. to join a club though when you're. Not on campus so that's another really cool thing about being back is that i think the clubs are really seeing an mm-hmm. increase in membership and oh, yeah. and like positive sort of growth that way um which is really cool because clubs are so cool clubs are so fun we have so many different ones here like a variety of different interest groups and yeah. some of them are a, like a little more formal and then some of them are just for fun like i know there, there's a dance club
0: dance club i know that there, there's like the the mature students club and you see them all the time and they're not necessarily always me as club there's just like yeah. they become like having yeah, coffee yeah. exactly you know I'm, i've never that's one area i have not taken part in i've been in a lot of other things uh you know peer tutored obviously i was podcast host a couple more yeah. directors <laughs> The clubs, I, I never did because, like, sadly enough, my hobby, my favorite thing to do is, like, serving bartending. It, it's, like yeah. my, it's, like, my jam. I, I I work at the mansion. I work at the pub here. I worked all over. It's fun to me. So, like, that's, like, that is my playtime, which, is, again, you know, you and I are a little bit overachievers, so that's a little bit sick of me. But, you know, it is yeah. fun. It's a good vibe.
1: That's okay. Tell me more about bartending at the pub at St. Larry's.
0: Okay. So, the last couple of years have been tough for the pub, obviously, you know, like we were close for a lot of years and there's only so much that could be done for for operations. But this year it's been amazing. Um, Every week it's busier and busier. Uh, Every shift is busier and busier. We have an amazing crew. We have an amazing front of house and it's been great seeing the cohesion. You know, some of the people there never worked front of house before. Uh, There's a a couple of us that have, so we've been able to lend our experience. You know, I was, it's great. I was able to to help put together the cocktail menu, which is really cool. You know, I made a couple of mocktails, which is really interesting um had a lot of fun with that uh just kind of getting learning my experience uh tonight uh well this you guys will not see this but on uh december 3rd we have our last uh, show of the season we're having the sons of rick they're a local slc band and it's been amazing uh getting to promote some local like uh slc bands and local area bands coming in we've been having our jam nights on wednesdays which has been awesome we have a couple of guys from the uh from the music program so we have a couple house bands so people have been able to go up and kind of do like impromptu karaoke which is i think a really cool experience you know we've been having some comedy shows which last weekend was just packed and actually if anyone out there is interested in taking part in comedies ever wanted to do stand-up comedy in the winter we're going to be having a workshop on how to do stand-up comedy oh my gosh and yeah some, some of these comedians that were here last week we're going to have them in and they're going to be helping people kind of workshop bits and then we're actually going to have a little contest where you can go and you can do a little stand-up bit which
1: that's so fun, I, right? Yeah.
0: I know I, I I don't think I'm that funny, but I'm still gonna try this because I, I love being on my stage and I love having some fun with this. So I think that's something that's really cool. Um, but overall it's been awesome. I know as as someone that enjoys a uh, an adult beverage or two, having somewhere to go, uh, you know, like after classes is amazing. You just get to de stress. You get to kind of again talk about in, you know connecting with people after an exam. Getting a chance to just sit down with some people that you haven't got a chance to talk with before, like on a personal level, and just have a drink or two and just like you know work it out together it's a really great way to make connections and you never know if it's just going to be just that one time or maybe you'll meet them down the road and this is the start of something better but again to me having these kind of meeting spaces where you can kind of just relax and not just be the students not just be the person in this class i think that's really important so yeah having this this uh public campus i know it's something that they hemmed in been hot over for years and there was again going back to the governor's thing, there was a referendum years ago, and it was decided by the students that, you know, even if it wouldn't affect them, we would make a pub because the next students would want this. Yeah. And I think overall, it's been an amazing success. It's just, you get to see just all these people coming in, just, you know, place to play pool, place to chill. Like, yeah. The World Cup games have just been absolutely bonkers, you know? <laughs> so Canada's out sadly at the time of this recording, but, you know, I'm rough in Brazil because my name is from Brazil. So i it's still fun to take part in um, and it's, you know, it's been great. And I, I'm going to love working here until the last day I'm on the, on the SLC campus.
1: Yeah, I think the pub's a really great place to like decompress. Um, you know, you walk around the school and there's always people studying and doing yeah. things around and it's very much educationally focused as it should be. But it is nice to just have somewhere to go to kind of escape for a few minutes yeah. even if you're not leaving the campus. So, vibe I check. love the pub, the food's great, yeah. <laughs> the vibes great. Definitely passed vibe check. Um, yeah, very good the food. The water's
0: great as we established. The, the water
1: is excellent. Yes. Um, and I do love that they're starting to do events again. That's so exciting. Yeah. Like I remember um during the first couple of seasons of the podcast, they did do the dirty bingo, but we yeah. were doing it over Zoom and that is so different, different. Yeah, yeah. but it's so much fun that like oh. they can go back in person and do the dirty bingo. If you've never gone, it's, it's, <laughs> it's rhyme, so it's funny. Rhyme, yeah. Please try it. It's so funny.
0: I've been bartending, working for most of them and it's, you can just see people having so much fun. With yeah. Them. And it's, it's very much 18 plus. <laughs> so by the way, you have to be 18 plus, you have to be a SLC student, um, but no, it, it's so much fun. And we got a lot of other really cool events coming up in the winter that we're really excited for too.
1: So. That's awesome. So we'll have to stay tuned. Maybe we'll get an update on on some winter yeah. events later from you. All right. Um. So tell me, you you were talking a little bit about your program. You've moved into mm-hmm. um like the next step, I guess, yeah. of your educational journey. Tell mm-hmm. me a little more about that.
0: So I did a three-year advanced college diploma. And St. Lawrence has... Uh, Reciprocal agreements with Laurentian University and so there's the BBA, which is the Bachelor of Business Administration. There's also the BCSN, the Bachelor
1: of- We are no longer affiliated with Laurentian. Sure. Not not our program. Oh you know? No. Oh. Where, it's, stand- can... it's standalone now oh really That's yeah cool the nursing remember. program is standalone which is kind of cool when did that happen? uh just this year or sorry my first year so last year oh be interesting okay yeah. so there's
0: the bba and i guess just the bba <laughs> um, and what it is is it there's actually people like um that had been going through all four years uh through laurentian university courses on campus but for myself i did the three-year program and then i jumped over and then i had to do 16 more credits and i have an advanced diploma as well as a bachelor's uh, business administration which is like it's really cool because it gives me the the college give me amazing technical know how um, just from like the perspective of like, you know, very nitty gritty like, really for an accounting, really going into the spreadsheets and the like, teachers are showing you all the way through. And this is now a lot more of a theoretical. So it's more lecture style, of course, which so is a very different style of learning. Um, mm-hmm honestly i'm glad i went the college route because <laughs> you know um I, I enjoy accounting but for me I, I was initially deciding between marketing and accounting and i decided accounting because i figured it'd be harder to teach, teach myself accounting and I, I think it was very much the case because i definitely you know i did well in school but definitely a lot of the teachers are good to be too yeah, um, just yeah because some of this stuff's tricky uh so what it is is i'm gonna hopefully finish this off and i'm on the track to become a uh, cpa or a certified professional accountant
1: that's awesome and,
0: uh, yeah it's so it's that's the long path Uh, for now, just grinding my way through the rest of the semester, <laughs> you know, got another 11 courses after this and uh, we'll see what happens next. But it's exciting to see because it's getting this, you know, this extra little piece of paper. And I think it opens up a lot more doors. It yeah. gives me some more, a broader scope of knowledge rather than just the purely counting focus, which... As someone who's very interested in, in entrepreneurship per se, mm-hmm. um, I think having you know a little bit more marketing stuff, a little bit more HR stuff, I, I think it's going to be really set myself up for success no matter what I decide to do.
1: Yeah, and I think you and I are very similar in that we love learning yeah. things. So there, you just can't stop at one. <laughs> honestly, um, like I'm, I'm just like that. I like to have a little bit of knowledge in a lot of different places mm-hmm. because I feel like that knowledge supplements and really like lends a hand to your main degree um absolutely so it's so good to have sort of experience i guess with the the way that different um departments sort of interact with your main area of focus
0: or even just things that are entirely outside like i i just go like uh, i'm not sure about you but i go on just the deepest wikipedia
1: holes occasionally when oh yeah I find, yeah, oh, yeah. And,
0: and things like that you like someday you it might be useful but it's also just a really fun way to to, to kill a boring night when you're sitting around you know what I mean? yeah
1: we we had a an episode a few weeks ago about like different just weird medical facts because okay. Alyssa and I are both big science nerds All right. and we just like talked for an hour about the different cool stuff we learned about so
0: okay what what were your top like two or three
1: Oh, okay. So um, how need, we how we hear this. how mm-hmm. we make synthetic insulin? Okay, you should. You're gonna have to go back and watch I, the um, episode to, to the hear the details. This. I'm intrigued. Um, and a uh, new treatment for migraines, um, right. very promising migraine nice. therapy. Okay, yeah, no, so I'm go back joking. and watch that one.
0: <laughs> As someone that experiences the
1: a stress migraine? I would love to know. Yes. So um, you should go back and watch that episode. <laughs> um, so I thought that for this episode we'd have a little bit of like fun question answer okay. quiz time. Okay. What's your current favorite band
0: Current favorite or or band.
1: musician, I guess? Uh, music so I, so
0: um, yesterday was the day of this Spotify unwrapped. My top listen to musician was Kygo. Uh, I love giving me that tropical deep house. I can vibe with that all day long, man. Uh, and actually last weekend, uh, because I did not know my exams were next week. I thought they were two weeks from now. Uh, so last weekend, uh, my partner Sammy and I and a couple of friends, we went to Montreal and we went clubbing and saw Oliver Heldons, which was amazing. I wish I did not have my exams next because I feel like drastically underprepared. So yeah.
1: Yeah. All of our helms in Kygo. That's awesome. <laughs> um, mine is Bad Omens. They're like an alt metal band. Oh, heard and you, okay. uh, I went very alt metal today. Thank you. That's my vibe. <laughs> um, I went and saw them in concert. Um a those of those those people that watch the podcast regularly will know that I had never been to a concert before. That was actually the first concert I've ever gone no, to. Yeah, so what? I went to see Bad Omens in Toronto on November 27th, and it was absolutely incredible. Fantastic. Um, so that was, I know I look like the, everyone's like, how have you never been to a concert? You look like the kind of person who regularly okay. goes to concerts. So,
0: so you started off on this high point. Is this, is this something that you're going to only say for bands you really, really love? Or is this now kind of like a, okay, I've experienced this and now I want to see what else
1: is out there. Like, what's that? I, I feel like I'm going to go to every concert I have okay. the there opportunity go, to go man. to there now because it's so fun. I had such a great time, but yeah, they're my current favorite band nice. right now. Um, and then one of their opening acts is my other current favorite. They're called oh. Dayseeker so you
0: you you could not turn this one down basically.
1: no i absolutely could not turn it down <laughs> i absolutely could not turn it down um so yeah it was a really great fun experience and yeah. now i've been to a concert so nobody can call me a loser i'm happy for you yes <laughs> <laughs> all right what have you got for me brian ask me a question
0: oh how many ugly christmas sweaters do you
1: have three Nice, okay. i have three ugly christmas sweaters i used to only have two but my mother just gave me another one uh-huh. so i have one that's like lime green and has cats with christmas hats on <laughs> okay because you gotta go tacky if you're gonna go i'm your cat mom right yeah exactly i'm a cat mom so gotta have gotta have an ugly cat sweater um, I have one that I share with my husband that has Christmas lights actually like built into it. So yep. you can turn them on and it like <laughs> flashes sure, sure because if you're going to go, got to be obnoxious. Yep. Um, and then the new one that I have is black and kind of long, but it's got just like funny Christmas stuff on it and lots of tinsel. I love um, it. Because you need tinsel too. Yeah. What I- about you? I'm
0: rocking two. One's you know, like that classic kind of like Coca-Cola, uh, Santa Claus red with like a little, mm. like the Serafone across and then i have one that is like again very unbranded for a, a cat parent um and it's like a black one with like the light ups and it's like a little bit of like um dangly christmas lights and there's like cat pawing at it and it lights up so like oh so i will definitely be rocking that sometime in the next few weeks before we close the christmas space so if y'all want to see this come down to the pub keep
1: keep your eyes out for the crazy <laughs> christmas sweater brian's hard to mess he's very tall so <laughs> yeah, yeah um yeah i also have two christmas dresses like Ooh, they're nice. they're they have christmas patterns all yeah. over the skirt So, um, those are fun too. I, I love Christmas. I love dressing up for Christmas. I think it's so much fun. It's a fun season. It's definitely a fun season. Uh, okay. So what's another question I can ask you? (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite drink to make right now?
0: uh favorite drink to make right now uh just going continue with the christmas vibe we have like a little um candy cane peppermint candy cane white russian ring
1: Ooh. so
0: it's like kahlua peppermint schnapps uh, vodka cream topped with whipped cream and like a little sprinkle of candy cane dust and a little candy cane inside for this little, little after treat. uh Holy. it's fire it's also boozy as heck but you know what it's christmas it's okay. so for our
1: 19 plus years only <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry guys <laughs> and i mean
0: don't worry we have some delicious mocktails too guys we can do for
1: you okay that's good yours is fancy <laughs> uh, I,
0: i'm a bartender you know
1: this <laughs> i know of course I... okay What's you got what well, i like i've just figured out not that long ago how to make moscow mules and oh, so that's let's like go. my new favorite mixed drink is a, a big fan of a mule um i even got some of those like copper mugs so that I could make them no, at girl, home I'm into like a day. little copper mug because if you're going to do it you no. got to go right just saying I want
0: to know what the science behind that is because like, I know everyone has them I, I, I want to know why that just tastes so much better in there intriguing just to yeah. me
1: I don't know. I've heard something about like the acid in the lime juice reacts with the copper of the mug, but most of the mugs are not actually copper on the inside anymore. So and I don't know. But it inside. always it always does taste better. I don't know.
0: I wonder if it's a bit of that placebo effect though going it on. It might like, be. You know yeah. that it tastes better than copper, so then you see it, and that's why it's like varnished on the outside to make it look like oh it's copper. Of course it tastes good. Of taste course better. it's
1: gonna be great. Yeah, it'd
0: be interesting you do like a little taste test of that. it'd be hard because you can feel the difference of like glass versus copper. So you yeah. can never really do it. It's a
1: bit of a mouth feel too. Yeah, like having your having How your lips on the edge of the the metal glass like the the mule like
0: yeah. okay what i got for you all right uh favorite terrible christmas movie and i'm not talking about i want, I want a good christmas movie i want what's a favorite bad oh
1: christmas gosh movie? um i don't even know if i've seen any bad christmas movies okay like, there's
0: some awful ones out there
1: i know but i i tend to stick to my classics like I, I have a very limited selection of christmas movies but i really like religiously watch them every single year okay. so what's on the list then uh how the grinch stole christmas both of them so yeah, you gotta watch yeah. the animated one and you have to watch the one with jim carrey because that <laughs> is hilarious yeah, no, okay it's so funny um, if you've never seen it, hundred percent recommend, um, I always watch Elf <laughs> because that one just like fills me with childlike wonder. Um, what else is on my usual Christmas list? Rudolph the red nose reindeer, the like really old cartoon one is on there. And so is frosty the snowman. Okay. I don't know about you. We had this, like, um, I'm, I'm kind of old. So we had a VHS <laughs> pack of, yeah, same, same, of the like classic, yeah, yeah. Uh, animated Christmas movies. And it was frosty the snowman, Rudolph the red nose reindeer. Nice. Um, there was there was two more. I can't remember what they are, but I always watch Frosty and and Rudolph. Um, Respect, my, yeah,
0: my uh, we have the same because I'm I'm also old. Um, and I, my dad did a, a digital conversion of the VHS to DVD. That's amazing. So now I have it, And it's like complete with like the 1995 TV commercials. Cause there's was, was like big records. It's so much fun watching those old school commercials. There's a couple of those ones. Like I just, I know the commercials off my heart. And it's, it's like half the reason of the nostalgia of just like all these years of watching these movies. So uh, that, yeah. those always just hit differently to me. Yeah. Um, okay. So two things. I've never seen Elf what i know i know and i'm i love will ferrell it's just always falling through my net of movies i've seen so i i do need to watch that it is definitely on my list
1: yeah um you do
0: you 100% do i've heard it's amazing i just some you know there are movies that just sometimes just fall through the net like that or like artists or whatever yeah that's one of those ones for me well, um, this
1: year it's going to happen. You're going to watch <laughs>
0: Elf. Uh, it's got it. It's got to. It. And for me, my, my favorite bad movie is Jingle All the Way. Is it so bad?
1: I've never seen it. Oh,
0: it's okay. So you got to check that one out. Um, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad, and it's like it's like this dad that's trying to get his. He's like you know one of those overworked like you know ninety hours a week dads. Blah blah, blah and just got to get his kid this present for Christmas, and it's just you know one of those hilarity in movies. It's cheesy. It's ridiculous it's so much fun you so it's it it's out.
1: bad in the worst or in the best that, possible just, yeah, way yeah.
0: i'm not i'm not talking like actually bad production or anything it's just it's that cheesy it's goofy you know exactly what's going to happen is it's, it's that slacks comedy it's right. bad and it's, you're just you're just giggling the entire time about it it's good vibes
1: yeah. <laughs> i also forgot home alone yes. i always watch home alone at christmas um I, that was a classic from my childhood Home Alone um, so that one's always on the list I do have an important question that may determine the status of our friendship okay oh no Nightmare Before Christmas Christmas movie or no oh
0: that is a tough one um
1: yes Okay, we can be friends okay <laughs> we can still be friends i agree that it's a christmas movie it takes place in the christmas season yeah. even if it's halloween town it still takes place at christmas that I, makes it a christmas movie i
0: think you could i think you could logically argue that it's both a christmas and a. Halloween. it's a holidays movie
1: you could watch it at both holidays absolutely or, or you
0: could watch it once a week between halloween and christmas i'm fine with all, all i mean options.
1: that's also an option it's a great movie <laughs> it <is>. i love that i remember before christmas but i'm really glad we can still be friends
0: <laughs> so am I. I i'm i'm sad that it came down to this knife edge tiffany after all these years of like you know virtually hanging out it comes down to this but you know what it's fine i understand the movie's awesome i dig it
1: yeah it's (laughs) it's the hill that i will die on brian we can we can weather pretty much anything else but this this is the defining moment so i'm glad that we're on the same page here about that movie okay okay what am i gonna ask you next that's a really good question can you read my mind what am i gonna ask you next
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do not know sadly i'm not good that good reminder otherwise i would already have my partner's christmas gifts picked out
1: i do Ooh, not oh um okay uh what are your current like what's your current favorite hobby that you do other than bartending you're not allowed to say bartending okay um
0: current favorite hobby I, i'm a big reader i i love reading and I love podcasts I and mean, it's like some of it's informational um you know i love reading non I love reading non just of different kinds of things. There's you know, some business, some, I love like reading like popular sociology and pop- popular history books. Cause I find they're just, they're really fun. Like, you know, a good author can take what in another person's hands, very dry, just kind of like informative information and can make it really, really interesting. Um, Sure. There are a couple authors, to, to that fact, that I really enjoyed reading recently. Uh, Mike Duncan and Patrick Wyman are these both incredible history writers. And they have they both also have podcasts, and that's how I found them, but they're writing now oh, okay. too. So um, they have some really cool work out there. Um, and then they're, so basically, yeah, reading and listening to podcasts. Then that's how I spend a lot of my time. Also entirely too much Reddit doom scrolling. Just, I'll just sit there on Reddit. And I just, <laughs> just go over, I just read the stupidest little comment chains that are have absolutely no value, but I just find Reddit so entertaining, man. I, just, I don't know. I, I I, cannot step away from Reddit. It's like the only like real social media I have. I, I'm on LinkedIn. I, I got Snapchat finally this year. <laughs> uh, but no, Reddit, man. I can spend hours doom scrolling Reddit. And just like, why did I just waste another afternoon? I feel that way about TikTok. Oh, sure, sure. I, yeah.
1: I resisted the urge to get TikTok for a long time because I was like, I am too old to watch TikTok, <laughs> but now I have it, and I, there are days where I will like, I'm going to watch five minutes of TikTok, and then four hours later, I'm finally like, whoa, what happened? Yeah. So I feel that way about TikTok 100%. So I remember one of the,
0: I believe one of the first podcasts you and I did together, we were talking about like studying tips and things, this is like back in the day, right? And we talked about, like, one thing that I talked about was, like, the, we talked about the Pomodoro technique, you know? I think we both need to do that for our social media addictions. So, yeah, I think so. Set, set a timer. Like, yo, you go on to take It's going to five minutes. No, no, no. Give yourself 30.
1: <laughs> Once set timer a timer. Once the off,
0: step away. Put it down. No, but, like, I've actually, like, I, again, like, with the podcast listening too. to, I obviously listen to a lot of business podcasts, right? Yeah. And um, one of them is by the creator of Morning Brew, which is, like, a newsletter I, I, I subscribe to. It's really interesting to read. It's business business information, but like written in a very communicative or way. It's, so it's very easily approachable and I love it. Um, but on his podcast, he talks about how he, he basically does like, there are apps out there that you, you can kind of set limits on screen time for certain apps. So, you know, for social social media or wherever it is, and you can you know, basically set a lock code that someone else has, or you can set a timer that will just lock you out in, until like the next day. And there are ways you can kind of get around this if you want to, or if you have the time, doom scroll away that's
1: fine sometimes you gotta do what's right for your mental health honestly like if you are really overwhelmed and you just need like a vacuum to lose yourself in i dig it i i will never judge you for the way that you choose to care for yourself (laughs) (laughs) for your mental health i will not be a judge um so my current uh my my current hobby this happens to me Pretty much every year right around Christmas, I get back into crocheting
0: Oh, actually. <laughs> like you're... a little
1: old granny. I'm actually <laughs> quite good. I make like crocheted animals and stuff. And so it's always at this time of the year when I'm trying to think of gifts for my family that they all have everything Mm, um especially like my mom she doesn't really need anything she Mm. she always tells us not to bother buying your gifts Mm -hmm. um so i like to home like hand make the gifts for my mom and this year she found this pattern for this little crocheted reindeer and was like will you make me a reindeer and so crochet is is the way that i'm filling my spare time right now which is i mean it's fun i enjoy it it gives me something to do with my hands um and it's um
0: In between scrolling
1: TikTok? Yeah, in between scrolling TikTok. I can actually like watch Christmas movies while I crochet, so that's kind of fun. Uh, (laughs) Or, you know, watch any movie at all. I do just put movies on. Sometimes I'll listen to like a lecture while I crochet okay. um because they're not really enough hours in the day to get all of the things done and watch tv um, <laughs> so when I say I'm watching Christmas movies I am literally like oh I should probably be studying but I'm gonna watch a Christmas movie yeah
0: Christmas movie on the background and yeah. books are in front books of you, in you know, front. I, I know that I was doing that this morning uh just you know finishing up you know one of these little two percent assignments that they just love to just litter my schedule with uh I was yes. doing that with the um uh, with some of the world cup on in the background so it was fun. it's fun it's been that's been how I've been spending a lot of my time recently. I'm not the biggest soccer fan yeah so like watching Canada's you know run up to the world cup is awesome which is really cool and once you're in like these biggest tournaments like, you know the Olympics the world cup whatever it is I can't turn away I I, I love watching sports so I guess I, that would probably follow another hobby I spend an inordinate amount of time with basketball football baseball whatever on the background maybe study, maybe doing show on Reddit but a lot of times, you know, like 7 o'clock at night,
1: sports are just on. Just put the sports on. It's it's nice, though. I think, like, sports is something you can put on in the background. I'm not a big sports watcher myself just because it, it never really was one of my interests. True. Um, like, I'll watch boxing sometimes because that's one of, it's one of my interests. Is like, How did you get into that? it's okay so there's again you should probably watch the episode where i talk about muay thai i do muay thai and brazilian jiu-jitsu no we have talked about this yes all, like off the rock yeah. um so i do i do occasionally like to watch those kinds of sports cool. just because i actually know what's going on um i don't really like watching other sports because i'm like oh look somebody has a ball they're running now wow cool i think something's happening <laughs>
0: as my one friend always goes yay sports ball because he sports is
1: ball like he's
0: even less interested in you are so it's just the biggest joke to him so we just come up with like the stupidest little things like he dunked the puck through the net yes. <laughs> it's, like, it's just sh- like these stupid little nonsensical like strings of like different kinds of like sports terminology altogether, just yeah, just to, meshing
1: just, all the sports terminology together exactly
0: just to register how truly interested he is in it But yeah. yes
1: yeah that's that's pretty much what happens to me like we'll we'll see something going on i'm like oh look sports ball <laughs> that's actually like a term i use all the time <laughs> sports ball cool a friend of mine was saying that she was going to watch some kind of sport with her husband her husband to... had like invited her to go watch a sport and i was like i see that you too occasionally watch sports ball <laughs> <laughs> and oh she had no like way. lost her mind. It was great. It's funny. But yeah, I'm not much of a not much of a sports watcher, but I do understand putting on something in the background and sports kinda Is a good vibe for that because you don't have to pay too, too much attention to keep track of what's going on.
0: Absolutely. They put the
1: score on the screen. That's enough, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, I see. I see that team did a good thing. And that team is probably feeling worse about themselves right now. Poor that team. Oh, (laughs) so sorry. (laughs) Okay. So question for you. All right.
1: Let's call this one the last question. The final question. The final question. Make it a good one what's the favorite vacation you've ever took oh my favorite vacation i've taken quite a few okay. so that's a really tough quest you can always just
0: do like a top three you know
1: top three okay so the first time that i went to mexico mm-hmm. i went to los cabos which is on the west coast of mexico okay. and uh it was during that trip that i first got to try scuba diving mm-hmm. um i rode a camel like I went to this really cool like tequila tasting. Like I just I feel like I got so many really interesting experiences while I yeah. was there. Like scuba diving was super super cool. Um so that's one of my like top 3 for sure. Um my best friend is from Prince Edward Island. Okay, cool. Um so I've I've gone out there a number of times oh, nice. to visit and I can honestly say it's probably the prettiest place I've ever been and I've been quite a few places um but you know you you come across the confederation bridge it's this big long bridge like 10k Mm -hmm. and as you kind of crest over the middle and you can see the island um you got Mm. this like the greenest grass you've ever seen blue blue water and then all of the sand is red yeah pi is known for having red dirt so you've got this like red shoreline and it is honestly like the most stunning image as you come over the top of that bridge imagine, yeah. it's absolutely incredible 100 percent, that place owns my heart cool <laughs> and then the probably like furthest and coolest trip I ever took. I was in high school and we okay. went on a student exchange for our French program, um, to France. Mm, okay. Um, and we took a day trip over to Switzerland while we were there wow, okay. and like, cause everything's kind of close.
0: <laughs> yeah. Europe is like, oh, there's a little <laughs> it's hop, skip and a jump. Just right a hop, there, right skip
1: yeah. and a jump everywhere. So that was like the furthest away I've ever gone. And cool. kind of the like biggest trip I guess I've ever taken. And that was pretty cool.
0: Nice i i am sadly untraveled i
1: untraveled
0: I, like i've never really gone very far um actually i'm that will be rectified as of january 2nd i will be in cuba for the first Woo! time so, yeah, so my family grew, grew up in the cottage and it's like i used to live in toronto until i was like 13 uh and the cottage has been in my family's generation and my family for well like since before my parents so i've been going up there since i was like three weeks old like mm. a month or something like that mm-hmm. and so that's always been that was always the summers and then the winters was kind of like my as a teacher so that you never really had time and then that, that kind of that kind of rhythm got into me you know college like summer was for you know short trips around here colleges you know do the occasional like weekend trips things like that um so yeah i so this is january 2nd uh going you going to cuba which is i'm really excited for finally doing that because it's something i've always wanted to do but it just hadn't done it yet yeah so i figured you know, take this first one, that kind of sets sets the uh sets the first uh, the first time. And then my goal is this summer actually I'm hoping to go out east for a couple weeks. Because 'Cause I've again I've, I've only heard amazing things and so I'm hoping to take two weeks and go do the drive out there and take three. Take three? Okay. You're naming well, it. We'll see well see how much time I can get off work yeah <laughs> i suppose that's the issue yeah i
1: suppose i do i love the entire east coast like i yeah. i haven't been to newfoundland and labrador but like i've been to new brunswick been to nova scotia brand yeah. to prince edward Island. prince edward island is hands down the prettiest of them okay. but they're all stunning for yeah. different reasons and everybody out there is so nice yeah they are absolutely the nicest people um so yes 100 percent, do that over the summer i recommend that but that's exciting about cuba i can't yeah. that's that's a really cool first trip yeah like i think that'll be a really cool first vacation and i
0: heard the best way to do it is like you don't go high level the first time just because you know that way you kind of set the expectations like just like a three and a half four stars like all yeah. right so go there definitely not cheap because of, you know going right after new years but i had to do it you know mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. hard enough this semester I'm like all right i think you can pull this off so yeah that's so.
1: awesome are you staying like on a resort
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no it's, again like first time i'm gonna do that way probably the first couple times i'm hoping to make it like a you know A yearly thing, like every summer do at least a couple weeks somewhere and then every winter try to take a week.
1: Yeah, I'm a big fan of traveling because I like experiences. Mm -hmm. Like I like to spend my money giving myself memories and like doing things that are new and exciting. Um, And I totally understand that that's not for everybody, but I love traveling for that reason because I love new experiences and I love trying new things like I I've tried so many cool things yeah through traveling that i never would have done re- like otherwise so
0: that makes a lot of sense
1: so if you get a chance to like do any excursions or anything while you're there or like anything fun you should like i did zip planning once while i was in mexico okay. um How'd that, go? that was amazing yeah um then like the scuba diving like mm-hmm. if you get a chance to just experience something fun or like see the culture in a special way do it yeah that's definitely part of the
0: plan there, there will definitely be a fair bit of taking advantage of the open bar uh, yeah the, those um, those
1: all you all you can drink
0: but no that the plan is to definitely do some excursions um I've, I've been checking out a couple of them in the area i've always been interested in scuba diving so that's definitely on the list um mm-hmm. hoping to do like a, one of the little um day sales and snorkels uh mm-hmm. so, something to that effect but we'll see i'm i'm just I'm just going to be happy to get away from Canada during the part of winter. Uh,
1: during the snoo. <laughs>
0: well, and like, after, you know, getting through exam season and then getting through the family season. Yes. <laughs> and then coming back, because we're getting back, like, technically the first day of the semester, but it's fine. It's, it's fine.
1: fine. There's yeah. never never anything going on that day. Oh, that
0: first, that's real. That first week's always a joke. It's like, all right, I'll come back on the ninth, I'll probably miss whatever's on the 10th, just to kind of give myself a mental relaxation day. And yep. then we grind Back into best. it. Yeah, exactly. Back
1: yeah. into it. Well, that's very exciting. I'm very excited for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It was so much fun to be hosting together again and <laughs> to get a chance to talk and tell our stories and have fun because yeah. we always have a riot. Um, mm-hmm. You guys can look back through the archives of the voice podcast and uh, see Brian and it's I, I yeah. bloom into the flowers that we are <laughs> um, throughout the seasons of the podcast. And uh, this has been a really cool first in-person podcast together
0: no, definitely digging it. it's been fun i hope i can come back at some point i love you to.
1: absolutely are welcome back anytime cool. thank you so much again brian and thank no. you everybody for watching and uh make sure that you check us out we are on all of the streaming platforms and you can also check out our instagram page at Sa voice um so yeah thanks so much Let's see everybody next time bye